Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, February the 7th, and we are honored to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those that are listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you're having a good day, and uh, I hope you're staying dry, and hope you're staying warm. It's a little chilly out there, and uh, it's a little bit, a little not a little rainy, it's a lot rainy, but I thank the Lord it's not snow, it's not ice, and I'm seeing some warm temperatures coming up here soon, so I thank the Lord for that, and we are uh, into February. It's hard to believe this year is going by so quickly. We welcome those that are listening on our radio app. And uh, those on our podcast, we had a little um, glitch last Friday, so it may be a little late by the time you're listening to this. It may take us a while to get all that figured out, but uh, we do thank you for tuning in there. And then those watching on Facebook, we welcome you. And those watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us today. Uh, always on Mondays, I like to talk about Sunday because uh, Sundays around here are just so exciting. God's been so good to us. Yesterday, we had great services uh, all day. We had a young lady who is in our church and school that followed the Lord in baptism yesterday morning, a fourth grade girl. We are so proud of her. And then we had a family that joined the church yesterday morning, and I thank the Lord for that. And then last night after the service, we had a fellowship. And let me tell you, it was good stuff. We had pizza and cupcakes. I mean, that's that's a good combination. Now, they weren't all on top of each other. You know, they were separate, but uh, we had a good time. And our, our deacons and our church family, I recognize my wife and I and our family for being here at Victory Baptist Church. Uh, It was our eight year anniversary of being here at this church. And I thank the Lord for our church. And we have a wonderful church. Speaking of our uh, wonderful church, we want to invite you to join us for this Sunday. I love my church Sunday with Andrew and Mary Beth Jones. They'll be singing all day. Uh, I'll be preaching. I'm looking forward to preaching. I've already got my uh, direction for both services. We're going to take a break from our series, Sunday morning series. We're going to take a break from our Sunday night series, and I want to preach about the church. And so I'm looking forward to that, and I hope you join us. Also, I'm excited about Saturday evening, our Valentine banquet. If you have not yet signed up and got your tickets, you've got to get that. I think tomorrow, really, we need to know by. Uh, we may have a few openings left Wednesday night, but please let us know. We want you to come. We'll have a great time together. A uh, happy birthday yesterday to Lorenza Miles and uh, Pavelisa Salazar. Hope you had a good birthday yesterday. And then happy anniversary yesterday to Scott and Marie Mason. And then today, happy birthday to Megan Arrington, Loretta Clark, Carrie Hall, and Evelyn Walker. I hope you ladies have a happy birthday today. And then happy anniversary today to Mason and Lauren Price. I hope you folks have a great day. God bless you. Well, let's pray for our church, pray for our school, pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for our country, Uh, pray for one another. 
And uh, I want you to be in prayer for the uh, services on Sunday. Let's pray for a great service Wednesday night. And then I want you to hear today a song. This is a family that will be with us the last Sunday in February. They've never been here before to our church, but we're looking forward to having them come. It's a family, husband, wife, and their children that travel and sing together. And I want you to hear this song. This is a powerful song. Listen to the words. And, and follow the message of this song. It is convicting, and uh, it's a great reminder of how much God loves us. I want you to enjoy this song, and then after the song, we will be in our Bible study in Proverbs 30 today. I am Barabbas, a rebel, a prisoner. Death was the sentence for me. Led before Pilate, I stood there beside him. This man, some were calling a king. And as the crowd shouted, Crucify him, the soldiers let me go free. What kind of man, guilty of nothing, would suffer the shame and disgrace? Hang on a cross. And rejected, so willing to die in my place at Calvary. Someone like me. My name is Thomas. For three years I followed, I saw every wonder and sign. They say that he's risen, that his grave is empty, but I just can't believe he's alive. Now standing before me, Jesus shows me the wounds in his hands and his side. What kind of man embraces a doubter, lovingly drawing me near? I don't have to wonder if I've been he settled the worry and fear at Calvary for someone like me. My name is Peter, I knew him and loved him, but oh how I failed him that night. I promised Jesus that I'd never leave him I'd willingly lay down my life But there at his trial I stood by the fire I denied him three times What kind of man pours out his mercy On someone who stumbles and falls With no way to earn it, no way to deserve it Forgiveness still came after all at Calvary for someone like me. Oh, I've been Barabbas, the guilty set free. I have been Thomas, the doubter redeemed. I've been Peter. Yes, I've been. What kind of man 
pleads for the worthless to save him whatever it takes. What kind of man would rescue a sinner and offer amazing grace at Calvary? At Calvary for someone like me. For someone That's a good song right there. And uh, when that family, when they come, the, the Thren family, when they come to our church, February 27th is the Sunday they'll be here. Uh, I promise you I'm going to ask them to sing that song. And I promise you I'm going to ask them to sing it again when they get done because that is so good. Uh, the first time I heard that, actually, it was the Thren family singing. It, they were singing at a, uh, a conference uh, up in New Jersey, and I, I, I wasn't at the conference, but I, I heard them online. It was after the fact. Somebody had posted that, and uh, I heard that song, and boy, I was, I was uh, rejoicing, you know, hearing about uh, that Jesus would, would die for Barabbas, you know, and Jesus would die for Thomas, and then Jesus would die for Peter, and then when it says, and, and, and I've been all three of those, and yet Jesus still loved me and died for me, and uh, what kind of man? I tell you what, I'm so thankful for his love for me. And I hope you enjoyed that song. Hope it blessed your heart on this Monday. I enjoyed while the song was playing, I enjoyed reading through some of the comments and hearing about some of the folks that are uh, watching uh, on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in. And those on the radio, we don't know uh, all who is listening uh, on the radio, but I, I love so much when I hear uh, reports during the week or on Sundays. I, we, I had, we have a couple that's missed a couple Sundays with sickness and uh, they were there yesterday and they told me, so we listen every day. We're, we're listening to the winning side every day and that blesses my heart so much. And uh, I thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm glad it's an encouragement to you. I know it's an encouragement to me and I thank the Lord for this opportunity we have. Let's look at Proverbs 30. I think we're going to finish up Proverbs 30 today. Now, no promises, but we're going to try. We've talked about some, some things that the Bible says they go well. Uh, they are very uh, stately. They're very appropriate. Uh, they're, they're very regal. Uh, the Bible says that there are four that are comely in going. They have majesty and uh, they have beauty. We talked about the lion, which is strongest among beasts. And of course, as as Christians, uh, we ought to be bold as a lion. Then we said, uh, there's a greyhound. A greyhound, uh, it's amazing how that, that that dog was built for speed. And, and uh, boy, we ought to run this race. We ought to give everything we have in this race. And uh, the greyhound, it's a beautiful to watch and to see how that, that creature runs. And then the he-goat. And we talked about the he-goat, which literally that, that word means strength. And uh, the he-goat uh, has such amazing footing uh, on the cliffs and on the rocks. And, and as Christians, we are in a, a world where, where it's slippery and it's, things are crumbling all around us. But I'm glad we have sure footing on the rock. And Jesus Christ ought to be the place where we stand and we stand firm and we stand strong. And then the last, not a creature, but the last uh, uh, illustration that's given here is a lion and a greyhound and then a he-goat. And then the Bible says, and a king. A king, 
against whom there is no rising up. Now, this is not just any king, because obviously some kings had people that would rise up against them. But here is a king that I believe is a wise king, is also a very strong king, but here is a king uh, that has the ability, has the authority, and has the power that the way that he carries himself, the way that he handles matters, uh, nobody is rising up because uh, people are thankful to have leadership and people are thankful to have a man with authority and a man with power and a man who is leading in the right direction. I, know, I understand we don't have kings today. and we, we live in the United States of America. We have a president and we have a vice president. We have representatives and senators and governors and uh, uh, mayors and officials. I understand all that. But whatever place God has put you, if you have anybody uh, that is under you, uh, those people under you, they ought to look to you and they ought to have respect. Uh, they, ought to, they ought to know that you are real. They ought to know that you're not just trying to be the boss, but that you are uh, a servant and that you are doing all that you can. I don't think you ought to expect others under you to do something that you yourself are not willing to do. That goes as a parent, that goes as a husband, that goes as a, a boss, that goes as an employer, whatever it is. Uh, we ought to have such a presence about us and how we carry ourselves. These, they go well, the Bible says. They are comely, uh, they are appropriate, they are majestic, and, and, and we ought to have that about us. These four, uh, uh, three creatures and one person that we've listed, these four, these all have something in common. They have great beauty and they have majesty. These are, are, are things that exemplify balance. I talked about this Wednesday night as we concluded our Bible study uh, on the life of Jeremiah and on the book of Jeremiah. You know, Jeremiah, it was compared to Jesus. And I think one of the reasons is that both had such balance. The Bible says about Jesus that he was full of grace and truth. That ought to be true in our lives. We ought to say, we ought, they ought to be able to say, that person, boy, they've got such grace, but they don't compromise. They also have truth. Yes, they're kind and they're compassionate, but at the same time, uh, they're, not, they're not changing the truth of the Word of God. We ought to have grace and truth. We ought to be able to stand strong, but we also should have a gracious spirit. That doesn't mean you back down. That doesn't mean you compromise. That doesn't mean that you change, but it means you stand for the truth, but you also have grace in how you conduct yourself and how you respond to people. Uh, if somebody disagrees with you and your first reaction is always just to tear into that person and, oh, you listen to me. No, no, no. That's not the right kind of spirit. We ought to have grace and truth. Notice, if you would, verse number 32, the Bible says, If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou hast thought evil, lay thine hand upon thy mouth. We see in verse 32 that we must guard against pride. You see, for the, uh, the lion and the, the greyhound and the he-goat and the king, I'm sure there's a, a tendency for pride because of how they carry themselves. But, but you and I as Christians, we must guard against pride. It is foolish to lift yourself up in pride. 
The Bible says, those that walk in pride, God is able to abase. Let God exalt you. You humble yourself and you let God take care of exalting you. He'll take care of all that. But we have to have uh, uh, humility. Be careful, guard against pride, but then also be very careful about wrath. The Bible says, if thou hast thought evil, lay thine hand upon thy mouth. You know what we should do sometimes? We should just cover our mouth with our hand and say, I'm not going to say that. That would not be right. That would not be pleasing to God. That would not be helpful. Uh, it's very foolish to, to say something just out of a reaction. And then later on you realize, oh, that was a foolish, that was a hurtful thing to say. Verse number 33, the Bible says, Surely the churning of milk bringeth forth butter, and the wringing of the nose bringeth forth blood. That's a kind of a gross uh, word picture there. So the forcing of wrath bringeth forth strife. The word churning, we see there the churning of the milk bringeth forth butter. That word churning, it means the agitating the shaking or the stirring of something. It's like you're stirring the pot, so to speak. And then the word ringing, the ringing of the nose bringeth forth blood. That word ringing, it literally means a, a, a twisting or a writhing. Can I tell you, that's not the way Christians should operate. We ought not operate to where we are always agitating and we are always irritating, and we are always trying to hurt, and we are always trying to, uh, to, to get under people's skin. That's not the way Christians should operate. The Bible says, so, like the churning of milk and like the wringing of the nose, so the forcing of wrath bringeth forth strife. Can I tell you, we would do well so many times to just take a deep breath, calm down, close our mouth, cool down, pray about something, give it, give it time, let the Lord take care of it, than to always be so reactionary. And here's the problem. I think many times we are emboldened because we can sit behind a computer screen or because we can sit behind a phone and we can text something or we can call somebody or we can email or we can get on social media and we can just tell somebody what we think of them. And we wouldn't do that face to face. And, and maybe you say, oh, I'd do it face to face. Well, okay, so maybe you would and that's still not right. But as Christians, the Bible says that we shouldn't try to force wrath and, and create strife. But the Bible says in Proverbs 15, 1, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but, but grievous words stir up anger. May God help us in our relationships. May God help us in our homes. May God help us in our place of business. May God help us in the church uh, not to create strife and not to, to force wrath, but may God help us to be kind and may God help us to be compassionate and may God help us uh, to have control uh, over our tempers. May God bless you today. Thank you so much for listening and hope you have a wonderful day and we'll look forward to being with you again tomorrow. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? 
a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.